0: Pirates versus Tyrants, this is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Okay, welcome to the show, everybody. I'm uh, I'm in a good mood today because I, uh, well, I've got, I just read an article that's hilarious, and I'm going to get to this before we're done, but I'm going to start out right now Uh, I want to start out where I intended to start out, which is with Joe Biden, right? Which I suppose Joe Biden's probably funny enough by itself. Uh, I mean, we just show a picture of him. Uh, We talk about him pooping his diaper. I mean, the man literally went and met with the Pope and pooped his pants. And yet we're supposed to take him serious as the president. Uh, Anyways, but Joe Biden, right? So, Let's talk about what's happening right now in the country, where we're going and where things uh, have been. And let's start out with this article. Dems launch write-in effort to save Biden from humiliation. This is in business and politics. This is a really, I think this is one of the most important articles I've seen in quite some time. So let me tell you what this article is talking about. Joe Biden got into some sort of a fight with the, the leaders in New Hampshire, the Democrat leaders, right? and ultimately what ended up happening is that joe biden did not submit the paperwork to be on the primary ballot in new hampshire so joe biden the sitting incumbent president of the united states presumptive democrat nominee would will lose new hampshire the first primary in the country this is something that no matter what he does it doesn't matter whether he's on the ballot or not this is a something that's going to be spun as a loss and it should be. I mean, it's ridiculous. How do you have a sitting president that can't even rally his own party? Well, the the reason that you have that is obvious, right? So Biden is the worst president in history. Uh, he's the only guy on the planet that might have been more corrupt than than Obama. Uh, I don't. Obama was an interesting character because Obama was just evil. Biden is not so. I he's just corrupt. You know, Obama was going after certain ideals. He's going after certain things, not Biden. Biden's going after 10% for the big guy, right? So um, I think you can argue that Biden was, you know, substantially more corrupt than Obama and Obama was substantially more evil than Biden. Um, I guess, you know, it, it just depends on how you look at it. But the uh, ultimately, the thing about this is, that Biden is uh in a really bad spot, right? Nobody, the southern border wide open, uh the economy's collapsing, four dollar gas, crazy expensive groceries, inflation, uh the, the COVID debacle, people dying all the time from vaccines. Everywhere you look, Obama or, or Biden, right? Oh Biden, right? Because Obama's still running from, but Biden is failing. He's collapsed everywhere his numbers are terrible. Uh, Trump is pulling ahead of him and getting stronger every day. And the more they do to attack Trump, the stronger he gets in the polls. And, uh, you know, meanwhile, Biden is just sinking, sinking, sinking. So this is an issue, right? This is a real issue. And it's a, it's a terrible thing. And here's what's worse. According to this article, uh, you know, there's some people in New Hampshire that are pushing to try and get Biden in as a write-in, right? Get him to win as a write-in, to save him the humiliation of losing. And, uh, they, and they were asked, they said, well, you know, is, is Biden's campaign, are they helping you? And here's the answer, quote, none, absolutely none. We've not heard anything from them. It is truly a citizen's grassroots effort, right? So literally the Biden campaign is throwing New Hampshire, Now, if you're in a competitive race for president, and you really want to win, and uh, you've got a tight race, you've got Donald Trump, you know, who's pulling ahead of you, and you've got all these things going on, one thing that you would not want to happen is to lose in the first primary in the country. That would be an absolute disaster. But he's not on the ballot, and he's not even trying to do anything in New Hampshire. So... That leads to the question why? Why would you do that? I mean, politically, there's no explanation. There's no good logical reason to do nothing. I mean, you don't, all that does is strengthen your opponent, right? That just makes Trump look better. Trump's going to win, win, win. He's going to crush every state in the primaries. Meanwhile, you know, all Biden is doing is giving him ammo to where Trump can just say, listen, Biden can't even win win this first primary in his own party. And he's right. He can't. So I don't see this as good logic if you're actually planning on running a real campaign and trying to become president of the United States. That leads me to the question, right? And we're going to do some speculation here today. Why is he doing this? What's going on? And I think there's only two real possible answers. One is that Biden has no intention of running a fair campaign. He's just going to try and steal the election like he did in 2020. Or two, uh, Biden's aware that he may or may not be the nominee and they may, they may be trying to set up for, you know, big, I mean, not big Mike, that's wrong of me to say. And I'm very ashamed of myself, Michelle Obama. uh, Sorry. Sorry, folks. Uh, Or, uh, you know, Gavin Newsom, someone, you know, someone else to run. So, But, I mean, it it appears, and I want you to follow my logic here, doesn't it seem like it could very well be that there's a plan there? And the reason I think this article is so important is, well, I mean, with all this happening, and in light of the fact that we've now found out that COVID was planned, and, you know, was essentially, it appears to be, uh, have released just, you know, to assist with stealing the election and to transfer wealth and to promote these champs. You know, all the different things we're seeing, the false flag operations that were January 6th ran by the FBI, all these different things that we're getting evidence on now, hard evidence. Well, folks, is it really so hard to, to, is it such a stretch? Is it a stretch to say that Joe Biden and the the left and the globalists might have a plan for going into 2024? Well, I think that they do, right? And I think regardless of whether it's Joe Biden or someone else, uh, the plan for 2024 is not to win a fair election, it's to steal another election, right? That makes sense, right? Um, So how are they going to do that? How are they going to do that? And I think this is what's important, because this is going to hit home. So right now, what we're seeing is there's another headline, and it's in World Net Daily, Politically Motivated Senate Dems Push to Subpoena Wealthy Conservative Donors, right? So what we have going on now is the Senate Dems are trying to subpoena anybody who might donate to Donald Trump or support Donald Trump or anything else, right? They want to attack and undermine anything that's related to Donald Trump. Uh, I mean, and this isn't a surprise. I mean, the, the, the entire justice system, is illegal and and illicit and been politicized. I mean, we've got you know ninety one counts against Donald Trump, including two states trying to get him off the ballot for no real reason. I mean, there's certainly no legal reason, no reason. If I filed cases like the Democrats are filing against Trump, I'd lose my license in a heartbeat, right? Uh, if I filed the kind of cases that they file against Trump against Joe Biden, I my law license would be gone, right? But they keep doing it. Why? Well, because this is part of their plan to win the election. But I don't think it's enough, right? So just, I think that these these lawsuits, I think that this, uh, you know, these subpoenas against donors, all this stuff, I don't think it's even close to enough, right? I think at the end of the day, the polling is still going to be good for Trump. I think Trump is going to continue to do well. And I think that if we, the people, have anything to say about it, Trump's the next president. That said, I think that we're ultimately coming to a position where we, the people, may not be having as much say as we'd like. What does that mean? Well, let's go back to 2020. Going into 2020, we had this huge fear campaign about COVID. COVID was never more dangerous than the early flu. I started running the numbers on COVID the second it hit the news. So by January of 2020, I was studying this disease and I was doing master's work in science, health science. So I actually know how to study it. And it was very, very clear from the get-go. If you're watching the data, COVID was never, never, ever going to be a whole lot worse than a bad flu season. It was never going to be anywhere near TB or any of these major diseases. It was never going to get near the original MERS or the original SARS. I mean, it was just, it was never going to be that big of a deal. But they lied. They changed the way that they counted deaths. They scared people with masks and social distancing. They murdered people in hospitals. They did everything they can to gin up fear. And it worked. And it worked well enough that they were able to, you know, have temporary and emergency laws to allow drop boxes and allow this and allow that, and basically to steal a 2020 election. Now, that wasn't the only thing COVID's about, but we've we've talked about COVID a lot, and we'll talk more about it. But, uh, you know, it was really the first step in stealing an election, this, that, and other. And it was the centerpiece to steal the election. So you've got this disease and this whole thing planned out and, and, and it worked very well. Now, we were able to fight back on COVID and the fight was done well enough that we we're able to shut down the emergency measures and we we're able to fight back. And we're, we're back to, uh, well, as free of a nation as you can have under Joe Biden. But we've been under attack nonstop ever since. The Great Reset's well underway, and uh, one of the things that I think you have to recognize is the public will not accept another pandemic right now. We, the people, just aren't going to tolerate it. They tried to bring back, back masks this winter. They tried to scare people, and people said, hell no. They didn't say no. They said, hell no. Hell no was actually trending on social media. Uh, you know, people will not do this again. They're They're done. Now I do think there'll be another pandemic but I don't think it'll be till after the 2024 election. I think it'll be done to try and promote the WHO treaty and global warming. But they have to steal the election first so that whoever is the fake president can uh, can tell you that that's what's going on. So stealing the election seems to be the next step because if again if they actually care about winning the election fairly, you don't throw the primary in the first primary election in the country, you don't throw new Hampshire. You don't just skip the fact that "Eh, I'm going to lose, especially when you're polling beneath Donald Trump, when you're losing in the polls to Donald Trump and everything looks that bad for you and nobody likes you. I mean, there's no way this is an honest thing. So what does that mean? Right? Where, Where does that leave us? Well, that leaves us in kind of a unique spot. It's a, it's a different place. Uh, they need to do something akin to COVID to steal the election in 2024. There's no way they can do this. Honestly, they've tried everything and nothing's working, but the law leaves a little bit of wiggle room in a couple very specific circumstances. Let me tell you what my biggest concern is. My biggest fear right now is war, right? Not just war, but war that hits us on the home front, right? What happens if this this nonsense that we've got going on in the Middle East turns into some sort of a world war and we get hit in the home front? Well, let me explain to you what's how this works, right? So we've talked about it. I'm you know I'm pro Israel, but regardless of whether you're pro Israel or not, the reality is is that that whole thing's a powder keg. And you've got the Palestinians being promoted and supported by Iran, by Russia, by China, and you got Israel being supported by us, and it's just all the makings of, of a big, big mess, right? If that happens, we have to be—we uh, have to recognize that if you know if there's any sort of real war, and especially if there's any repercussions for Iran or any of these others, we have to recognize the risk to our homeland. There's been over 100,000 military-age men that have crossed the southern border. Hezbollah has known training camps in the United States. Okay, So we know there's a substantial Hezbollah presence in the United States. Uh, We know that uh, there are tons of military-age Chinese men, Iranians, all sorts of people, and they're here in the U.S., they're trained, they're ready to go for whatever it is that they're ready to do. Now, you would think our FBI would be all over this, but they're too busy investigating MAGA and uh, Catholics because you know MAGA and Catholics are definitely much a much bigger threat than Hezbollah. So you've got this, this group of people over here that hate America. They're just kind of sitting there waiting. And I guess we're supposed to assume that these guys aren't going to do anything. Meanwhile, we've got another headline, right? And this is really an important thing. Uh, Muslim extremists, anti-Semites, and terrorist sympathizers are about to invade America expedited by Christian aid groups, right? So Biden is funding a bunch of, uh, air quotes, uh, Christian aid groups that are essentially trying to help resettle Palestinians here in the U.S. Now let's think about this. The Palestinians... What, you know, not every one of them is is probably evil, but the Palestinians have tolerated living in a nation or a state or a whatever it is a territory where their leadership uses people as human shields, where they launch rockets indiscriminately at people because they're Jewish or they're Israeli, and where they allow groups like Hamas to exist that will go and kill innocent women and children. They believe in in strict Islamic law. Do you know in Palestine that if they find out that you're gay, they take you up on a building and throw you off? That's how they deal with homosexuality. How does that fit with the rainbow flags here in the U.S.? Do you really think that these people are compatible with American values? I mean, these are people who are uh, extreme at the least. If they want to be extreme in their own little neck of the woods, I suppose that's their business. But are we really going to try and integrate these people into our culture? What good is coming from that? And how are you going to know which one's an extremist or terrorist and which one isn't? How are we going to how are we going to determine that? What, they told us that they're not a terrorist? Hey, we questioned this guy when we brought him over and he says he's not anti-Semitic and uh, he said he's not a terrorist. Um, okay. Okay. Right, because, you know, a terrorist would never lie. I don't know, folks. So this is, this is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. So we're going to we're bring more people over who probably hate America and hate our values and hate things like that. And, you know, the interesting thing about this is you got Joe Biden telling everybody he's all about diversity, but he's going to bring people over who want to kill people if they're gay. He's going to bring people over who find everything about America to be horrible. I don't think they're embracing uh, trans, uh, uh, the trans agenda in uh, in Gaza these days. You can, I, I mean, you'd fact check me on that one, but I just don't think that's working, right? Well, why would he do that? Well, I mean, the, there's no logical reason. It's not like Joe Biden's advisors don't know this, even if Joe Biden doesn't. So why would they do this? Why are they allowing these training camps why are they allowing all the military-age men across the southern border? I mean, if I know about it, don't tell me they don't. So, and by the way, that's confirmed. All that's confirmed. Okay, we know this is accurate. So you can you can check it, but it's, it's there. Why would you do that? Well, to me, I think that the greatest risk, and I've looked at the law on this, right? Emergency law is a really interesting thing. Uh, you know, there's different different situations that we call emergencies, and there's different authorities that can be leveraged when there is an emergency. Now, theoretically, as the Supreme Court has noted, uh, the Constitution is never on vacation, even in an emergency. That said, does anybody remember COVID? And how many times does Joe Biden have to break the law and ignore the law before people realize he doesn't care what the Supreme Court says or, the law, or what the law is? He doesn't care about the Constitution. So while we're dinking around in the courts trying to figure out whether or not we can overcome whoever the next president is that you know, decides he's going to declare an emergency in martial law because of some sort of a military action going on, uh, we're going to spend another several years locked down and in you know, one hell of a situation. And this one will be even worse because they're going to censor the free speech, too, under the guise of the emergency. Uh, You know, if you speak out, they're going to say aid and comfort to the enemy, right? That's a big difference between COVID and, uh, you know, a a military emergency is in a military emergency. If you speak out against what what the president's saying, they're going to try and claim that you're a traitor, that you're providing aid and comfort to the enemy. And they're going to use that to shut down censorship and free speech. Kind of scary, isn't it? So. I think that the most likely thing to occur between now and 2024's election is, uh, you know, military action. I think, and I don't mean that we're going to be invaded by the Chinese or, or whatever army. I think that what's going to happen is, I think if we if we keep pushing, and I don't want to say that I'm predicting this will happen, but I think it's something we need to be aware of because if we talk about it, maybe we can head it off. Right. I think what we have to try and watch for is if the Middle East turns into a war, which Biden is absolutely, I mean, he's pushing for war powers right now. If it turns into a real war, what's going to happen here in the States? Well, you're going to see these terrorist cells activated. And if that happens, what are we going to do about it? I mean, let's think about this, right? So we've got these snowflakes in uh, the United States that are just Absolute little wussies, right? I mean, the, these these people are the most pitiful and pathetic things ever. Now, there's another headline here: Paris, Paris veiled woman shout, shouting "Allah Akbar" threatens to blow up a subway. Police shoot her. Well, okay, so that's good. That's what they ought to have done, right? Is she's going to blow up the subway? Shooter, okay, we've moved on. But here in the states. Unless you got a policeman handy, and if he, you do, he's probably going to end up uh, arrested and having protests for police brutality. But, you know, someone's doing that. What's going to happen? You know, they did a poll not too long ago, and these snowflakes basically said that if anything bad happens, they're just going to surrender. And I don't think that's inaccurate. We've got so many people in this country that wouldn't die for anything. That uh, you know, it's sad. It's it's pitiful. They would they wouldn't die for their freedom. They wouldn't die for their family. They wouldn't die for anything. These are people who are cowards. They're spineless. They're weak. Uh, well, they're they're the result of everything that we've been doing. And they're the ones that scare me now. Before I go any farther, let me tell you about my sponsors and uh, th- and uh, thank the America Out Loud Network and tell you to watch listen to the Tom Wren show on the America Out Loud Network and uh, to support us uh, by, by and our main sponsor, which is our books, right? So we have the Tom Wren sh- uh, show here on the America Out Loud Network, and we've got our new book, Mod RNA, Why It Matters, and Other Essays. It's on Amazon. It's on Barnes & Noble. I want you to get it. And we have this weekend coming out our next book, another very short booklet-type book that's going to give you all the information you need on CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currencies. That'll be out this weekend. Should be able to find it in Amazon unless they censor it again. You uh, should be able to find it in Barnes and Noble and pretty much anywhere books are sold. But I expect that this weekend uh, the CBDC book will be out and we'll have the uh, the Mod RNA book. And you can find that also on the America Out Loud ne- uh, website and also on tomrens.com. Go to our sponsor page tomrens.com forward slash sponsors. Get that book you get it out there, get it shared. It's designed for elected officials. It's designed for the public. It's designed to give you the tools that you need to argue and talk about these issues in an educated way. Same with the CDBDC book that'll be out this weekend. Help us get this information out. Help us get this to people. Help support this show, support our work, support what we're doing, and uh, also go to the Ren's Law Gifts and go.
2: Nurses Out Loud Talk Radio want to introduce you to ASEA Redox Cell Signaling Molecules. It is more than just a wonderful natural product. Redox molecules are native to the human body. Redox molecules enable your body to turn on its inner doctor so your body can heal itself the way it did naturally when you were young. Check out Out AmericaOutloud.shop, look for ASEA
0: Uh, I want to go back for just a second and I want to, uh, I want to talk a little bit more about the, uh, the snowflakes, right? Snowflakes. So, you know, let's, let's take a college kid. So when I was in college, I, I played football and I was athlete and, uh, um, I didn't do a keg stand, I just held the keg over my head. No, I, I'm, I'm, folks, I know, I did have a lot of fun in college, but you know, uh, just trying to wind the watch of some of my people who tell me that I'm, I need to be a better human being. Um, I do need to be a better human being, but I fail frequently, so I'm making a joke here. Anyways, um, that's not what we've got now, right? We've got safe spaces, we've got snowflakes, we've got people who need time to cry. I mean, I'm sorry, but if you're a 20-year-old boy and you need some you need a space to cry, you need you need mental help, is what you need. You're a wuss. And I'm sorry, I know I should be nicer than that, but that's just what you are. And here's my toxic masculinity coming out. I don't like wusses. Okay. I, I'm very frustrated in the world, and I've talked about this a lot on the show. You know, there's no men left. If I want to find fighters, I go to the mama bears. My producer would kick most college boys butts. Uh, my producer's a warrior. she's awesome. Uh, th- I've got a bunch of women around me that are s- just spectacular. These are people who fight, who stand for things, who do whatever they got to do. Now my business manager, she's she you know, ran for ran for the state house in Missouri and she's fighting all this. I've got good people, but it's never men. I can't find any men. There's like six of them. Now there's a few men out there that are fighting. You know, I got some good friends who are, who are out there fighting. You got, you got some different, different people doing political comedy, doing a bunch of things. And they're good people and they're fighting. But it's such a small handful. We're surrounded by wussies. So if, if we have really the outbreak of violence on the streets, if, if terrorist cells are activated in this country, what do you think is going to happen? How are we going to overcome that? What are we going to do? right and i don't know the answer to that i don't know the answer to that i need you know what i need to find the clip of uh, we we played the clip of the, of the guy who was talking about the draft and he has a whiny little sissy girl the other day he was literally everything i got to find that clip i want to play that again um my producer can find that one before before uh, we get done here i'll, I'll play that one again cuz that that little wuss we need to we need to that you can't see that wuss enough. He's everything that is wrong with the world and really just belongs in some sort of a dump heap somewhere. But this is what we have to rely on. Now, thankfully we've got some, you know, some fighting men, you know, some good people here who, who retired soldiers who got some but I mean, a lot of our young generation is just absolutely weak. And, you know, I don't know. I, I almost wonder if this isn't part of a plan. Uh, I want to tie this into something else because this is really, this is the best thing that I've read read in, in I don't know, years. It's the truest thing I've ever seen. And uh, it's the reason that that people like Mitch McConnell make me want to throw up in my own mouth because he's such a limp, weeny wuss. And, uh, you know, he, he's just a wussy girl, right? So these guys that, uh, God, I'm sure that someone, I, some snowflake needs a, sn- a safe place after listening to me. I am certain of that. But uh, so these guys, this uh, Paul Zach, Claremont Graduate University, uh, <clears throat> he did this investigate. He did a, <laughs> some research. And I think this is the best thing I've ever seen. So uh, we tested, tested the fixity of political preferences of 136 healthy males uh, during the 2011 uh, U.S. presidential election season by administering synthetic testosterone or placebo to participants who identified uh, the strength of their political affiliation, right? So let me tell you what these guys did. They found a bunch of dudes and the, everybody gets a shot. So there's 136 people in this experiment and they all get a shot. Some guys get uh testosterone, so they actually uh, you know, their testosterone goes up and they become more manly and more toxically masculine and more evil like me, because I'm an evil, toxic, masculine guy. And then others, uh, others did they got placebo, so there, no no change, right? So they stayed wherever they were. And, you know, there's a lot of, if you follow nutrition, if you read about this, there's a lot of stuff in our diets that really suppress testosterone levels. Uh, they tend to be wildly lower than they used to be. There's I got a bunch of experts in this field who I've talked to. And uh, they've said, you know, that's one of the things It's just, it's just science. Our testosterone levels in men are much lower than they used to be. So they do this study. And uh, after it, they found that the guys who, who, uh, Got testosterone, all moved Republican. They all quit supporting the weenie wussy Democrat Party. Uh, they all they all started supporting anybody that wasn't Barack Obama back in those days, by a substantial amount. I think a forty-five percent or something. Uh, it was it was ridiculous. So basically the the moral of this story is, and you know I, I haven't studied the study to determine if there were any issues with it, but I this anecdotally seems absolutely right to me, right? So the moral of the story is, uh, if you're a Democrat, uh, you probably you probably have uh, issues with e d. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I, uh, my producer's shaking her head. Uh, that might be a bit much. Maybe I went too far. No, I'm, I don't care. Uh, yeah. Uh, it just, it's just what it is. Right. I mean, if you're going to be a woke little wussy, if you're, you're just a weenie little wuss, well then you probably, you know, you just, I mean, I don't know what to tell you folks. You're not, you're certainly not, uh, not doing anything good. And uh, it's it's just bad news. It's just bad news. So, anyways, uh, we've got we've got some really interesting things happening with this, and I think that this is kind of a critical thing because again, if these Democrats that have no testosterone, because this is now the new this is now by I think this might be my new uh, hashtag Democrats equal no testosterone. Um, I don't know. There's got to be something there. Hashtag uh, Democrats have ED. Um, (laughs) Oh, folks, I got to entertain myself. But um, this is a thing. This is a serious thing, right? And uh, I just don't know what to say about it. it. But it scares me in light of what's happening, because I think going back to the initial point here, You've got Joe Biden who clearly doesn't appear to be trying to win the election fairly. You know, I mean, you got fake indictments, you got the weaponized DOJ, the weaponized Democrat party, and they can't win an election fairly. So they're trying to steal it. They need a false flag event to, to do something. You know, are they going to try and incite violence? Are they going to try and have something? What's going to happen in this country? Where are we going with this? It's a legitimate question, and it, the, I think the bigger question is, if that happens, who's going to stand in this country, all right? I've been all over the country from end to end. Last, uh, I think the last big speech I gave was a couple of weeks ago, and uh, you know, probably several thousand people in the audience, and I talked about men being wussies being spineless. And I, there aren't enough men standing for women, standing for family, standing for the innocent, standing for the weak, right? The warrior men are non-existent. I mean, there's a few of us, but not many. You know what the response to the, from the audience was? This was really, really, really interesting to me. I got a rousing ovation, standing ovation from the women. The men all looked at me like, you jerk. You calling us out? Hell yes, I'm calling you out. Hell yes. You know, I, I want to shift and I want to kind of finish up with this. I don't know what it means to be a man. I don't know that I can define. I don't think there's one definition. You know, Some guys are more stoic. Some guys are more aggressive. Some guys are more this, more that. But I think there's a few key things I think it's hard to claim that you're a man if you're not protective. If you're not protective of the people that you love and the people you care about. And that's not just limited to your family, that's limited to, that's, that's, that's kind of a general thing, right? I think men tend to be protect, real men are protective. And it's an important thing because the left likes to castigate men as being toxically masculine and evil. They talk about aggression and all these different things. But a protective man, a real man, isn't aggressive to the innocent. He's only aggressive when someone's attacking the innocent. And isn't that something you want? Isn't it something that's good? Don't we want to have men who will stand up and who will fight for families, who will fight for innocence, who will fight for people who are weaker than them? You know, isn't that a good thing? Isn't that a nice compliment? Yeah, as I look around, like I said, what I see around the country when I talk about this is the women love this. The women are looking for men like this. And when I talk about this individually, you know, if I'm, I'm, uh, you know, sitting and I've got, you know, at a table or something, you know, I've got people coming to talk to me or whatever, you know, the women will tell me, yeah, we're looking for that. We can't find men who will fight for their families, who will stand, stand up against bad guys, who will stand for anything. All we find are a bunch of weak, need wussies, and I think it's a manifestation of what we see. So you go to college, and you got these stupid little boys, and they're always looking for these little girls who are also stupid at that age because they're everybody's stupid at that age, and the stupid little girls think that they want a super sensitive little weenie guy, and so they tell them they want the guy who's going to write poetry. And well, that's great, but eventually you turn forty, and you realize that in life sometimes the poo hits the fan. And the guy that wrote poetry may have been great when you were 20 and you had no, not a care in the world. But when the poo hits the fan, you tend to want someone who's going to stand behind you or stand in front of you and who's going to be there for you, who's going to be there for his family, going to be there for someone that he cares about. You know They want to castigate men like that, but a real man would never, ever beat or, or be abusive to a woman or anybody. That's not protective. That's the opposite. That's the opposite of a real man. And that's not toxic masculinity. What that is is a sick wuss, a spineless coward who doesn't know how to stand up for the, for the weak. I don't know what a real man is, but I know there's a real shortage of them. I know that I've got two boys. I know my producer's got two boys. I know I've got a good friend who's got a, boy, got a lot of boys. And, uh, you know, I see a few of us trying to teach our boys to be men. I hope that that expands. I hope that it's something that's carried further. I hope that more people do that. Uh, we, we desperately need men in this country, men to stand, men to stand strong, men to push. Uh, I'm tired of seeing only the mama bears. You know what I'm even more tired of? When the mama bear comes and tells me that she's ready to fight and her husband's standing there half asleep next to her, doesn't care. He's only there because Mama Bear actually cares and is protecting her kid. He's too big of a wuss to do anything about it. It's time to man up, boys. It's time to quit being boys and start being men. We're going to need this. Things go south in this country, which there is as leg- much of a chance of that happening as there has ever been in the history of this country. Things go really south. We're going to need real men who know how to stand, who know how to fight and who are willing to stand up and protect the innocent and protect the weak. I'm praying that we find them. I'm praying that we find our courage. Support us at TomRens.com. Share the Tom Rens Show, the America Out Loud Network. Get the book, Mod RNA, Why It Matters, and other essays. We've got to get that book in the hands of every elected official in this country, and we've got to get this around the country. Anybody, if you care about healthy food, if you care about uh, vaccines, if you care about health freedom, you need to see what's in there. It's very short, very easy, very readable. It was designed to be you know, layman terms. So get that book and then watch for our book. This weekend, we're gonna be launching CBDCs. The CBDC book is gonna be a critical thing because two most important things happening in the world today. The the poison that they're putting in our food and vaccines and the control they're trying to take of us over us with our currencies.
3: outloud.news liberty and justice for all. In 2008, people could spend an average of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only eight seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing and kills productivity. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down, Thousands of five-star reviews proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. Rx Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend.
0: Okay, everybody, welcome back, and welcome to the Stacko stuff Boy, this first one is actually, I think, one of the most important articles that I've probably ever done in the stack of stuff This is really a big deal, folks. And I'm not joking about this. It actually is. Uh, it's a headline, Biden Signs Executive Order Forcing Tech Companies to Program Marxist Ideology into AI. So first of all, this order is so wildly unconstitutional that I don't even know what to say. I mean, you can, there's nothing even remotely constitutional about this order. But uh, Biden signed an executive order, and he said in the order, he mandates that AI must be programmed with a foundation based on equity, right? Now, for those of you that are not as woke as you should be, let's talk about equity do we do you know the difference between equity and equality it's a big 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 deal so equality is hey um i'm a person you're a person we're all people so we we all got an equal opportunity we're all equal as human beings right equity is outcome based right and equity is essentially a key word for, for communism, Marxism, etc. Equity means, the, equality means everybody's gotta be treated equally, right? Um, equity means that people have to be treated differently so that they can have the same, uh, the same outcome. Equity's outcomes, equality is person, right? So for someone who to be t- treated equally is good. We want equality. Equity is what you try and get with communism. Everybody has an equal outcome rather than equal treatment. Huge difference. For them to put this in executive order is, first of all, wildly unconstitutional. You cannot tell a company that they have to teach an idea like that. That is absolutely illegal on every sense of the word. I mean, this is, it's ridiculous, right? It's ridiculous. Um, But... It's very, very dangerous because what we're teaching AI is to promote communism and AI has taken over the universe. We cannot have equity in AI. If we have AI promoting equity, we are screwed, folks, because we're at a point now where nobody's doing any thinking for themselves. Nobody does anything for themselves. All we've got is computers doing everything for everyone, including thinking. And with AI, they're going to even have them doing the thinking for for people in terms of equity rather than equality. This is the quickest path to producing communist-type results that I can think of. It's completely unconstitutional. But there's so much happening. That I don't know if anybody's even going to challenge it. I mean, the people with strongest st- standing to challenge it are, are the tech companies that are, that are doing it but they're all communist, anyways. What do you think, Google's going to challenge that? So I don't know, folks. Um, This is a really scary thing, but I'm hoping somebody gets out in front of it because that's a disaster. Headline, Breitbart. Zelensky advisor admits government officials stealing like no tomorrow as Biden pushes for billions more to Ukraine. That's right, folks. That hundred and some billion dollars that Biden gave to Ukraine... (laughs) <laughs> i don't know i mean this scumbag piece of garbage everybody knows that it's just getting stolen by people that it's all corruption it's all buyoffs, payoffs this that another none of this is getting to the people none of it's helping the people people of ukraine haven't gotten anything from day one other than screwed uh but but you know we're going to give we, biden wants to tie uh everything he's doing, the Israeli support, and everything else, all to Ukraine. Why is he so hell bent on giving you know, more billions to a country that they know are stealing the money, that they know it isn't held? Why would they do that other than 10% for the big guy and any evidence that they might have? I mean, folks, the corruption is mind blowing. And what's occurring right now is you know the, the the Ukraine is just nothing but a money laundering scheme. Uh and it, the worst part is is Biden is supporting a nation that allows Nazis in their military. They have they're not they're their Nazi Azov regiment that that you know everybody knows it's there, everybody knows that it's got a Nazi problem. And yet we continue to support a a country that has Nazis in it. I mean, I don't know. This is like support, this is. It's not like it's not as bad as supporting Germany during World War II, but it, it's definitely bad. You don't support a nation that openly allows and supports Nazis in their military. And I don't know why the ADL. Oh, I do know. Apparently, the ADL is just political, uh, but they ought to be speaking out on this. I I think they'd be embarrassed enough by their this that they'd be forced to, but apparently not. Headline: De-dollarization accelerating BRICS Nation's launch payment network, USD cash incoming. Um, you know, I promote uh, bh-pm.com. You have to tell them that REN sent you, R-E-N-Z. Just tell them REN sent you. Buy gold, buy silver, folks. I don't know what to tell you. Um, these guys, BRICS is winning, dollars losing. Uh, it's going to get really ugly. Uh, you know, they've got their payment system out there launching. The U.S. dollar is really meaningless. It's meaningless. We don't produce anything. We don't do anything. Uh, the U.S. dollar has been devaluated, uh, devalued and rendered useless. I mean, we don't produce anything in this country. And since the dollar is based on fiat, what do you, I mean, we can tell you it's worth whatever we want to tell you, but if we don't produce anything, why should you care what the dollar's worth? Right? You know. We used to uh we used to have a strong enough military that we could, you know, defend you and keep you safe, but we don't even have that anymore. Now we got nothing. Uh, you know, I mean US is becoming a second world country, and the dollar is really not all that meaningful anymore. So I'd recommend you go to BHSPM.com, buy some gold, tell them Ren sent you. Uh it's good for me, good for my uh work, but more importantly, I don't really see another path forward. All right, moving on. Headline from Glenn Beck, is this what government's 90-day firearm export ban is really all about? All right, so the government put into place a 90-day export ban on firearms, which I don't know that there's a way to deal with this under the, uh, in the courts. I'd have to kind of think it through. I haven't had time to look at the, the legal analysis on this. What I can tell you, though, is that, you know, this is just another shady Biden administration move to try and stop gun sales and to damage, you know, gun manufacturers, stuff like that, which this article acknowledges and which Glenn Beck seems to have acknowledged. One of the things that Glenn talks about, though, that's really pertinent is that that gun sale ban does not include Ukraine. So you can still sell guns to Ukraine. I mean, of course you can still sell guns to Ukraine. Why not, right? And then Ukraine can resell the guns wherever they want. Since Biden is not, uh, you know, not going to uh, get his money to support Ukraine, it looks like he's got to find another way to uh, to help them. So they can. Uh, Ukraine is now into arms trafficking. Thank you, Joe Biden. Uh, you're going to set Ukraine up as the number one armed trafficker in the world. I guess that makes sense. You know, this is all part of the military-industrial complex nightmare that... Uh, uh, they run our world, folks. I mean, they, they do. Uh, there's no question about that. Uh, from COVID to vaccines, it's always the same people. Always the same people. All right. This is important to me uh, because this is something that we need to make a bigger deal out of than we seem to be doing. So Soros-funded group labels black GOP gubernatorial candidate as Uncle Tom in racist ad campaign. So we've got Kentucky AG, Daniel Cameron. Uh, he fired back uh, against this group that's funded by George Soros, right? And these guys run an ad claiming him to be an Uncle Tom because George Soros is a racist piece of crap, and that's what he funds. He's an anti-Semitic, as we see by his, his anti-Israeli uh, nonsense and by the fact that he supports the World Economic Forum and their anti-Jewish bent. Uh, he is 100. I mean, the guy is just a monster uh, he's just a racist piece of garbage. And so now he's, he's attacking this black guy down in Kentucky because the black guy is not left. So, I mean, this is unbelievable. Uh, this R and station in Kentucky has been running an ad by the black voters matter action pack, which is a, fun, a Soros funded PA pack. And uh, the the ad begins with this quote, what's up Kentucky, it's election time and all skin folk ain't kin folk. Hear that? All skin folk ain't kin folk. So they're saying that people just because, yeah, skin color, everything's skin color because these guys are racist. And they say, quote, over the past few years, we've taken to the streets and demanded racial justice to demand healthcare and the right to make decisions about our body, you know, we right to kill, kill more black babies because that's not racist. And now Uncle Daniel Cameron, Uncle Daniel Cameron, uh, Uncle Tom, because these guys are racist, is threatening to take us backwards. The same man who refused to seek justice for Barone Taylor now wants to run our whole state. Well, he rightly did that. Um, we can't let that happen. We won't let that happen. On November 7th, vote Andy Bashir for governor, uh of course, right? So Cameron comes back. Cameron, who's a black guy that was the victim of these racist attack by George Soros funded group, uh, says, I believe here in Kentucky you shouldn't be judged by the color of your skin but by the content of your character. Thank you, Dr. King. The same cannot be said of Joe Biden. Out-of-state radical left interest groups and the National Democrat Party who think you can't be black and conservative, the Republican said in a statement to the Daily Wire, which reported that it had first alerted the candidate to, to that. Uh, I've never faced racism or discrimination while growing up or working in Kentucky until I decided to stand up on national de- uh, stand up to the national Democrat establishment. I don't support their policies, so the left attacks me for my skin color. These racist attacks have been happening for years, and the media has either enabled or ignored them. So our good diversity-loving Democrat leftist friends and their media uh, handlers—these guys are absolutely just a nothing but a bunch of racists. Nothing but a bunch of racists. This Soros fund and Soros is a bigot. I mean, the guy is an absolute bigot, absolutely. And don't don't tell me, oh, he's Jewish. He can't be. No, he is, and he does. He's he's anti-Semitic too. I think George Soros is an anti-Semite. If you support Yuval Noah Harari, who constantly talks about how great Hitler is, well, I don't think that you're okay. I'm sorry. If you like Hitler, I don't care what you are. You're, you're rotten. And, uh, you know, George Soros is demonstrating his racism by supporting these groups that are racist. These guys are garbage. These guys are absolute garbage, folks. Don't like racists. I do not like it. Headline Daily Mail, spike in premature cancers in people uh, and young people in Florida sparks alarm. As doctors warn, getting cancer in your 20s or 30s is now the norm. Geez, I wonder why that is, folks. Seems like someone's been talking a little bit about cancer and COVID. Huh. Does COVID vaccines cause cancer? Yep, sure do. Uh, Cancer cases in people 25 to 49 raised 22% uh, in three decades, right? So Why? What's going on? Now, what they didn't say is how much that's been since the COVID shots. But why is it raising so much? Why is it going up so much? What's changed? Our food supply? Yep. More vaccines? Yep. We are poisoning ourselves. Our food supply is being poisoned. Our bodies are being poisoned. And the bad guys know exactly what they're doing. Big Pharma is intentionally creating cancer. They know they're creating cancer, and they're doing it because they're going to then promote their cancer care, which will be more mRNA vaccines. I'm just going to tell you, folks, no one in my family will ever get another vaccine of any kind ever again, ever. Just not happening. I, I don't trust anything big pharma makes, ever. And if I can avoid any drugs, I'm going to try and do that, too. Uh, I just... If there's an, a natural alternative, that's what I'm looking for. You know, sometimes it's not. Sometimes you got to take what you got to take. But I'm going to tell you, this is sick. It's just sick, folks. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, speaking of safe and effective vaccines, I forgot. I almost forgot about this. Just confirmed Marine Corps leader admitted to hospital after medical emergency for the first time in 164 years. The Marine Corps does not have an active leader right now. Why is that? Clearly, this undisclosed medical emergency couldn't have anything to do with the vaccines. Obviously, that would be a conspiracy theory. I mean, yeah, it's undisclosed. And yeah, he's vaccinated. And yeah, that causes all these problems. But obviously, that has nothing to do with it. I mean, and if you think it does, you must be a racist like George Soros, right? Because these are safe and effective vaccines that aren't causing cancer, aren't causing people to die suddenly, and aren't causing anything else. All right. Last but not least, Elon Musk declares the great awakening from woke has happened. That's it. I and mean, that's it. I'm just glad to hear. You yeah, know, Elon Musk isn't exactly a hardcore right winger. Um, you know, Twitter is only quasi uncensored, but I'm glad that he's starting to see that there's some issues here and speaking out on it. So that's good. That's good. Either, folks share the Tom Ren show, share it everywhere. Help us get the word out. Share at TomRens.com. We need you to go Tom. Check out our news on, on TomRens.com. We've got a great news page. We got all sorts of things. If you support our sponsors, you know, that's a that's a big deal. But most importantly, go out and get mod RNA and other essays. It's a book, it's on Amazon, it's on Barnes and Noble, it's all over the place. Go get that book. Support us by by getting that book out and help us get our get the word out. That helps me to fight. That's part of lawfare. I need your help getting it out, get it out everywhere and look for our CBDC book this weekend. Thanks for listening.